You're listening to the Incomparables Total Party Kill podcast in which a group of friends play Dungeons and Dragons on the internet for your amusement. This is episode number 208 for Shocktober 2019. A light tinge of evil. Back to Shocktober 2019. Ooh, chain rattle. I am one of your dungeon masters, Dan Morin, and I am joined by my good friend and fellow ghost dungeon master, Tony Sindelar. Hi, Tony. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to choose someone else. Ghosty Sindelar. <laughs> Ghosty Sindelar. Our third oh dungeon master is a spook. Uh, we are rejoining our, our crew in Save-Off Manor already in progress they have investigated a room which turned out to contain a small ghost child and a swirling vortex when last we saw our party uh, fluffy had pulled himself to safety via rope held by freda and we will pick up with daphne trying to see if she can do the same or if she wants to consign herself to the vortex i understand these guys are kind of annoying so you might want to do that will half our party be pulled to death in a necrotic vortex or just daphne for answers to questions such as these I, that was only one question tony let's play dungeons and dragons i question for such as these. to this question guys that's the only part about dungeons and dragons i like is saying for answers to questions such as these everything else is just a lead up to that <laughs> so for the record i have now joined uh freda in holding the rope and trying to stabilize Okay, to, that rope is either twice as steady or half as steady. It's up to you. <laughs> Daphne, it is your turn. What would you like to do? Do I have to make some kind of roll? Yeah. Uh, yes, make a saving throw. I rolled a six. Uh, that's not great. So oh, you man. are pulled right. 10 feet towards the swirling vortex, no. looking straight into the maw as your friend hey, Daphne, did. grab the rope, dummy. Guys, <laughs> I, I'm shouting as the vortex is like making all the noise behind me. I'm shouting towards the rest of the group. Guys, we can do this. We hang on. I turn around and I cast dispel magic over my shoulder at the vortex. Okay. Uh, all right. So what happens when you do that? Does the is it... I make an ability check and. If you are interested, I have rolled a seven, which is not good. Okay. Uh, the DC is 10 plus the spells level that I'm trying to dispel. So if I am trying to dispel a... If this vortex is spell level negative three, <laughs> I've taken care of it and everybody is welcome. You don't have inspiration floating around or something, do you? Apparently not, and I can't inspire myself. You were very optimistic about that, and you threw the, you know, sort of like threw your dispel magic into the vortex... And the Vortex hungrily sort of gobbled it up and does not seem dissuaded at all mm -hmm. by that. You may have made it worse. You never know. The, the Vortex changes slightly in color. <laughs> uh, anything else, Stephanie? Uh, yeah, that didn't work exactly as I was hoping. So I am going to... Grab the rope. Says a voice from the Vortex. It's <laughs> just what the Vortex wants. <laughs> At least give yourself advantage on your next saving throw. We don't know Daphne's backstory. She may be allergic to rope. That's possible. I... It's just not very beautiful. Or in love with vortices. Mm. I would like to move towards the door, please. Uh, okay. So uh, why don't you give us a... Uh, so it's difficult terrain, first right. of all. So you're only sure. going to move at half your speed. Uh, 
And uh, let's, yeah, all right. So you're not pulling on the, you're not using the rope. Uh, okay. I think you can just sort of. He hates that damn rope. I don't uh, need the rope. Is it just difficult terrain? Can I move? Tony, yep, you go ahead. Sure. Great. I move three squares away. Okay. Anything else? No. All right. I, I used one of my top level spell slots and nothing happened. <laughs> yep. All right. Scoop, you're up. I want to use the rope to get out of the door. All right. Uh, give herself a. Uh, first of all, make your saving throw with advantage. Uh, 20. 18. Plus you're all 20. good. All right. So you're not pulled towards the vortex. And it, since it's difficult terrain, you can just sort of pull yourself along the rope and uh, scamper out, if you will. Oh, you know I scamper. All right. So you're out. You're safely in the growing crowd outside the room. Well, that was fun. Thanks uh, Thanks for putting this together. <laughs> <laughs> you learned a valuable lesson. This was educational. What have we learned about ghost children? Don't talk uh, to them. Just, yeah. Talking to them was the them only bears? thing we did right. <laughs> Everything else antagonized her. Yeah. Correct. Never show them bears. Yeah, never show them bears. Magic circles, confusing. Uh, uh, you did point a lot of spells at them and not cast them. Velma. <laughs> Velma. <laughs> Don't make me do this. <laughs> okay. Save throws. 19 for my saving throw. You're good. So uh, why don't you just sort of... You're you're right at the entryway there, so Fluffy and Scoop can easily help you get out. Okay, I'm getting out. Going around the corner here. All right. Anything else on your turn, or...? No. All right, Freda. You've gotten Um, most of your compatriots out. So I could start hauling in the rope. Okay. Uh, Would you give us a strength check? Uh, Is Daphne attached to the rope? Daphne is not attached to the rope. (laughs) Then yes, you can just just pull that rope right up. No problem. (laughs) Yeah, real real easy to haul that rope in. (laughs) Well, at least we saved the rope. (laughs) Does it look like the vortex is having any kind of effect on objects outside of the room? No, it does not. Okay, so theoretically, if we all get out and just close the door, it's like nothing ever happened. (laughs) Except didn't we wreck the door? No, that no, you wrecked the, the other door. door. Oh, the other door. door. Oh no! Yeah. Nope. No, thought, actually, that door too. Yeah. yeah, you wrecked this door too. You did. Oh, that's remember, right. You, I did that. You yep. sunsorted this door. We broke yes. it out. Correct. Sorry, I forgot yep. that you wrecked both doors. <laughs> yeah, that is the action that I took. Um, <laughs> Actions have consequences here in Dungeons and Dragons land. That's what like makes it. it escapism. I don't. I don't like it. Um, so I have a rope, but it's not attached to my friend. Um, <laughs> but there may be bits of door on the end of it still. <laughs> There's just a door handle. It's it's, yeah. it's a crude improvised weapon now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, can I extend my arm around the edge of the door frame so that it, I can pull her up? You're gonna have to like go stand in this spot basically in order to have any chance of like reaching her. Yeah. That's what we do for friendship. Was her last words. She was sucked into a mortal. My arm is being torn off by necrotic forces. Say, grab my arm. Uh, Daphne, do you want to grab an arm? I mean, I'm not that worried. It sucks me ten squa- two squares, and I can walk away three squares. So I'm going to be out of the room next turn anyway. So you're just going to let her stand there with her hand out, like, and just going to be, like, standing in the corner, like, I'm not taking your hand. Mechanically, I can handle this on my own. Not, not, not to be too rules-specific, but I can't do anything right now. It's not my turn. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, that's my turn. Okay. Uh, fluffy. 
Yeah, I don't really have anything I particularly want to do, and Daphne seems to have it under control, so I'm getting my string back out and playing with it a little bit. (laughs) All right, Daphne, it's your turn. You don't want to step slightly further away from the swirling necrotic vortex, Steve? No, I'm good. I'm around the corner. I'm sure nothing will happen. All right. Uh, Daphne, it's your turn. Can you make a saving throw? 16. Okay, you're good. You managed to resist the vortex. All right, I walk out of the room. You walk out of the room into smug Freda's. Hey guys! <laughs> and as you kind of stare at each other, the door in front of you rematerializes. Clo- it's closed, and it is as Severing if my arm at the elbow. Yeah, yeah. it is as if it the, uh, the rope that you're holding, Freda, no longer has a doorknob at the end of it. Hey guys, do you think it turns back on if I open the door again? <laughs> oh God! Stop. First things it. first. I go over to Henry. Next time we're all in a room screaming, open the door from the outside, jerk. <laughs> oh, I didn't hear any screaming, eh? I just, uh, I was so interested in this silver pool, you know. There's nothing in it's it empty. anymore. We dipped all our the, stuff it, in it's it. It's still silverish. The pool, I mean, the it no longer has quicksilver in it, but you know, the pool it's, is the pool is a work of art in and of itself. We didn't have such nice things down in the laboratory. Henry is a liar. Henry is a liar. <laughs> so, uh, everything okay then, eh? No. No, not really. Yes. <laughs> it is okay. now. You I have mean, survived no. one room in Savoth Manor. <laughs> <laughs> in an hour. And technically learned and gained nothing from it. <laughs> we did scare a kid through the wall, so that we got that well, going for us. We learned that neither of these bears is Billy. <laughs> <laughs> that is and there's something actually. called Billy somewhere. We don't know what it is. She did look at them for a while before freaking out, so maybe one of them is Billy. And if we can go through the wall and find her again, maybe we can give her Billy someday. I, but I feel like you 100% know that neither of those is Billy. <laughs> Yeah, we'll give you that one. Yeah, Steve, Steve may not know, but Fluffy knows. Billy might look similar to one of those dolls. Is yeah, what that's I'm a saying. good guess. That seems that's like a, a safe, safe assumption that Billy is some kind of doll. Perhaps right. even a bear doll, but not a clown or a sailor. So, now that you have gotten out of that room, where would you like to go? Yeah, do you guys want to go to horrible rooms to the north or horrible rooms to back to the east? Your choice. North. My north, choice is north. 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 Right. north. Sure. North. We're this far down the hall. We continue in this hallway. All right. So there is another door. Down hey, guys. It's another door. Bum, bum, <gasps> I'm going to listen at this bum, one, too. Bum, 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 you want a perception bum, check? Bum, sure. All right. Henry, get up here. Uh, ba-da, 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 ba-da. That is a 27. 27. Okay. So you listen at the door. To this room, and you hear absolutely nothing. It is dead quiet inside. Dead, dead quiet. quiet. Spookiest kind of quiet. <laughs> Chain rattle. Chain rattle. Hey, there's nothing in this room, guys. I find that That's... intriguing. And I open the door. Oh, God. Oh, All right. God. I, oh, God. I've learned my lesson, and I am going to cast Divine Sense. Just don't don't cast magic circle. <laughs> <laughs> what, is that? what does that do, Freda? I can detect good and evil. Until the end of my next turn, I can sense anything affected by the hollow spell or know the location of any celestial fiend undead within 60 feet that is not behind total cover. Okay. All right. So far, so good. You have not detected anything that registers on your senses. I think there's probably some background pinging of other... But, like, you've been in the mansion all all for the, like, last several hours, and you kind of feel like, that's just sort of the dread Uh, that you get. What what does Henry count as? Yeah. He's Uh, undead. 
Yeah. yeah. But, but he's, he's cool. He's nice, though. He's nice. So I just sensed the genre. Yeah. Yes. The genre. That's yeah. right. Background it's genre. It's like a LaCroix flavor. You just have like a, <laughs> yes. it's like a light tinge of, of evil. Yeah. All right. Fluffy opens this door, revealing what appears to be a storeroom. Uh, there are three large wooden barrels on the south side. Otherwise, all it's, it's empty. Uh, and there's a rickety ladder leading up to a hatch in the ceiling on the north. I step in and check the barrels. Hey, maybe there's pizza in here. All right. All the, bar- the barrels are waterproof and sealed, <laughs> but you are able to pop a cork out of one of them, and yeah, you drink. smell wine that smells pretty bad. Yeah. Don't Not do quite. It. It, this, this wine is currently in that inconvenient state of... Uh, really bad, but not yet but quality not yet vinegar. vinegar. Yeah, <laughs> not good vinegar. <laughs> yeah, it is neither good vinegar or good wine. It is in between. I just kind of watch it run out of the barrel for a little All right, while. I'm just hold on, just checking how much poison damage drinking this would do. Just no reason. <laughs> Did you check, make sure how much it would smelling it would do too. Yeah, I may have learned from our past session. I'm just uh, watching it drain out of the barrel now. Transfixed. See, plus I've known you for like eight years. You haven't learned anything ever. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but this is role playing, Tony. Okay, my also, character learns. If you were going to learn one thing, I feel like it should have been something for you and not for <laughs> not for a fictional no, cat. No, don't drink strange liquors. Is a good idea. <laughs> one stage at a time. First, I got to role play it and see how it goes, and then maybe I'll I'll adopt it in my own life. But for yeah. now, Fluffy for just now. watches wine dribble out of the barrel. <laughs> Excellent. All right, so. That's all that's in this room, ladder and barrels. What else? To be clear, the ladder goes up to a hatch in the yep. ceiling, I believe Dan said. We want to listen at the hatch? Listen at the hatch. Yes. It felt like a song, sorry. All right, is someone climbing up to the ladder? Yeah. I can't. I'm, I'm still watching the wine dribble out. But... Yeah, I, this is one of those classic D&D moments where like, yeah, listening at a hatch is a great idea, but who wants to climb up a rickety ladder and put their ear against a hatch in a haunted house? I will climb up the ladder and put my ear against the hatch. What <laughs> thank do I roll? You, thank you, Daphne. Roll give, perception. Yeah. I can give you guidance and give you an extra D4. Hey, thanks. Velma's like, really? Really put your ear up against the hatch. It works better that way. Guidance. Yeah. I just have to touch, I have to touch you as you pass in. All right. I take it back then. I don't want that. <laughs> All right. What's your perception roll? I'm rolling it. Fluffy's head is getting slowly closer and closer to the wine that's dribbling out of the barrel. <laughs> oh, my God. A total of 20. All right, so you put your ear up to that hatch, and you listen intently. Uh, there's not much sound coming down from what you can tell. You feel like if there were any sound, you would hear it. You feel confident that there's really not much up there. I open the hatch. All right, you open the hatch, and you are looking into it's It's kind of dim in there, but you have dark vision, I believe, right? Sure do. Uh, so you can poke your head up a little bit, and you see what appears to be an attic used for storage oh somebody knew something about the attic just to clarify i think you probably have to like i think the ladder probably continues above the hatch for a ways uh because this actually takes you kind of to the very top of the house oh, okay all right well so yeah, but yeah. so there's a there's a but tall you, ladder you can like scale up to, to yeah. the top and like sort of poke your head out a little bit but yeah. you get the idea you're not it, going to just the next floor but to an attic that's yeah up the and top. you recognize the uh it's got that quality attic smell to it. So wait, are you suggesting that he climbed, she climbed through an entire floor and now is in the attic on the fourth floor? <laughs> Spooky. Indeed. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Non-Euclidean geometry. <laughs> is that what happened or is the attic just the floor above us? No, it's not the floor above you. You, you went through, you went past another floor. It took a while. Oh, okay. You climbed for essentially, you would gauge like another floor and then the attic. Excellent. I will... 
because of this rumor I have, pop up and shut the hatch so it is completely dark up here. Do I see anything? Okay, so you are leaving your crew behind. You are popping up into the attic. Just um, for a moment, yeah. Yeah, we're so, all trying to convince um, our rogue yeah, to not lick the old wine. Uh, all right, so you see a room filled with crates and boxes and some other storage containers. Um, there is a stained glass window that fills the room with the light of what appears to be the moon outside. Oh, in that case, I will not bother shutting the hatch, but I will call down, guys, come up here to the attic. We need to cover this window somehow. I'll also mention just it, uh, Daphne, you see right away. The attic is pretty big. It's much bigger than this little storage room that led to the attic, right? So it, you know, it's a, it's a large chamber full of crates and all kinds of stuff. So. Okay. You may not be able to see all of the attic just from the top of the stair, the thing. Fluffy says, okay, and immediately heads up the ladder. Yeah. Having become bored with the wine dribbling out of the barrel. Thank you. (laughs) I heard from a very reliable source that the magic that protects the books in the attic can be dispelled by a command phrase visible only in total darkness. But there's this big, stupid uh, stained glass window that is actually very nice. So if we can cover that up somehow, we can see a command phrase that'll come in real handy. All right. So just to give you a little more information about this room now that you can see the map, uh, beyond the stained glass window and the crates, uh, there's also a wooden door in the center of the wall to the west. And in the southeast corner of the attic, a red curtain that seems to be sort of partitioning off that section of the room. Uh, and then you also notice that one particular item catches your attention. There is a um, a large steamer trunk sitting on a crate in the northwest corner of the room. Hey, man, are you a mimic? There's no answer from the trunk. <laughs> All right. How do we darken the windows? If we move the curtains, will uh, that... I'm, uh, probably, but I'm really worried about moving Can you tear curtain. down the curtain and put it in front of the stained glass window? Does anyone have the ability to see if the curtains are magic? Yes. <laughs> I think I do. All right. Hold on. Since magic. I have a one ounce bottle of ink. So if I just paint it on very thinly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can cast detect magic. That Monty, that's like the stupidest problem loving ever to play or use that didn't involve rope. That you get you. you know what? You gain inspiration. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry, we give inspiration for stupid ideas. That is our brand here at Total Party. That's going to be brilliant ideas. Can we take this rope and weave it into a rug and then hold it over the stained glass window? There we go. That's what I like to hear. How big is this window, by the way? I missed it. So pretty big. Yeah, so like 10 feet wide. It's pretty large. It's not like a small window. But it could, if we took this curtain down, it would cover it, presumably. Yeah, that curtain looks like that curtain's 15 feet wide, I'd say. I wish we had a warlock. But it might only be two inches tall. Shadow. (laughs) Can't see from this angle. I I can do a detect magic. I will also say, you know, it's just some moonlight coming in. It's not like, you know, it's it's totally different from, what do you call it, uh, sunlight. Well, but the rumor said darkness and moonlight isn't dark. Do I see a command phrase anywhere? You do not. <laughs> okay, then. Is there anything casting light other than the moon in this room? Not in this room. No. That's it. We destroy the moon. We don't have to touch the window. It could. This The attic could continue beyond that curtain. It might be back there. Well, there is both a door and a curtain. Anything which, could be. Tell me more about this steamer trunk in the corner here. Uh, well, it's an old wooden trunk. Uh, it looks like it's got sort of brass fittings. It looks 
you know, a little old, a little dusty, but in pretty good shape. I'm going to pop open my mage hand and see if I can tip that thing open. Sure thing. All right. So your mage hand uh, opens the trunk and it creaks open. Uh, there's a pile of uh, fabric, what it looks like inside. Maybe like 10 oh. feet by 10 feet worth of fabric? <laughs> no, like more like clothes, it seems like. Ah. All right. Can my mage hand start pulling it out a little bit? All right. Time. So your mage hand starts pulling out. There's uh, several dresses. Um, there's some clothes that look like they would fit a small child. Uh, and then you locate something that you think is not a piece of clothes, but your mage hand pulls out what appears to be another doll. Billy? (laughs) It's a, uh, a small bear once again. Uh, and it is dressed as a da, 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 a witch in a black outfit, clutching a flimsy broom in its right hand. Probably not Billy. So can we, can we have like <laughs> glue or tar of some sort where we could just like slap it all over the window and stick the clothes to it? <laughs> no, you don't have any glue. <laughs> I have some sealing okay, wax. Well, I'm sorry. Fantasy glue is what I'm talking about. Can we tie the clothes together? Is there a cape? There is not a cape, uh, and you feel like it would take you a while to like sew all these children's clothes and dresses into, into a curtain. I'm grabbing that uh, witch Rope. bear doll, by the way. So okay, got Fluffy it. took the doll. Please add that to your inventory. I did. How large are vestments? These are children's vestments, so they're small. Or do you mean your vestments, Jane? I have vestments. Oh, well, they're afraid of size. Oh, wait. I have painter supplies. What? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, equipment cage. Proficient in painting. And, wait, wait, yes. wait, wait a minute, Ch- Freda. Have you been carrying around like a big ladder with you this whole time? Like an easel? Do you have yeah, a drop? Like a, wait, like wait, a, house a ladder? Paint- well, oh, sorry. I imagine like a house painter. Like and you've Every got like painter a painter is always yeah, carrying it a ladder. Specify. Yeah. Freda von Jonas and Sons. Like do you have? Yeah, I mean, are you a house yeah. painter or like a portrait painter? Check your um, equipment. What do you actually I, have? Do you I paint open my Like do you have an hat. easel or do you have like a drop cloth and a bunch of rolling <laughs> roller brushes? A drop cloth would be it's perfect. It's a single item painter's supplies, gear, tool. Okay. Painter's Good to know. supplies. <laughs> So, like, These special paint? tools include the items needed to pursue a craft or trade. Thanks, D&D Beyond. You're doing great. <laughs> yeah. Painter's tools supposedly have five canvases, watercolor paint, oil paint, painter's palette, five brushes, sketchbook, light charcoal, light graphite, sketch pencil. Why yes, are you so, carrying all these things in a haunted house? Also, maybe you should stop might and need like to paint a stained yeah. glass window. So Freda painstakingly removes like five canvases, yes. and then watercolors like not these. No, you're being chased by a monster, the and then you quickly paint, paint you, a No, no, you quickly paint uh, portrait versions of yourself with the face cut out, so you can hide <laughs> in a long haunted house hallway, That's and the good. monster runs past the portraits, and your eyes move. So she probably has considerably more than one out. I, it's canon. Whatever. <laughs> so uh, this is right, an important guys. discussion. <laughs> <laughs> what else? So she would starts you... squirting oil paint. Yes, all over the window. It's weird all how this adventure windows. takes three years to finish. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's because the DMs insist on heckling us when we try to do something. <laughs> oh. That's a lot of shade. Yeah, that's what people are here for. We're trying to throw shade on this window. Uh, <laughs> so she hands a paintbrush to everyone. Oh, oh yeah. wow! Scoop Teamwork. Grabs it We're in his do mouth it. and starts yeah. like. Let's ruin right. this priceless artifact. 
This seems like a lot of work. Someone can wash it. So there's a musical interlude as you uh, montage all paint uh, the window. You got to uh, and, put you know, one foot in Some of you are just painting it like a solid color. Some down, of you are like painting down, self-portraits, down. logos. And uh, yeah, we'll say time passes. A, montage, a, a brief montage, montage, montage. Montage, And the window is fully obscured. There is no moonlight coming in. This room is dark, so the only people who can see are the people with dark vision. Yeah, you've now... You've, you've made it so you can't see. Can oh. see it? I look around. Is there a command phrase anywhere? You do not see a command phrase anywhere. Here. Great. All right. <laughs> well, son of a... Great. Moving on. Let's <laughs> explore the curtain. I can't uh, see anything. the curtain and see from maybe like five feet away or listen from like five feet away to see if there's any noise coming from the other side. Uh, give me a perception check. Uh, that's a 10. Uh, you think... I think the only thing that you hear is like, like the flickering of a candle, essentially, like in the in like a draft. Dan, Dan what are, what noise do candles make? Fluffy steps forward and dramatically whips the curtain open. <laughs> All right, so Dang behind it. the red curtain are some wooden steps that lead upwards to what appears to be an altar. Oh man. Uh, this makes the whole uh, musical number where you guys are painting in that window, like just around the corner from an altar, seem real weird now. On either side of the altar, uh, which is a stone altar set in the southern wall, um, but there are it's flanked by large bronze statues of demons in attack poses. Ooh. Sitting atop the altar are three old books, each with a leather cover and a gold clasp that is keeping them shut, as well as a candelabra with four lit candles, which flicker from the draft as you pull back the curtain. The books are, from left to right, red, gray, and blue. They are protected by something. Hey, you guys okay with me snuffing out these candles? Yep. What color are the candles? The candle. What do you mean, what color are the candles? Are they white? Are they yellow? Are they red? <laughs> Here are what colors are. It's like the wax, the color of the wax. Okay. Oh, they are, they're, they're wax white. colored. They're white colored. <laughs> they're white okay. or, or off-white. Cream? Eggshell? Okay. I just want to make sure they weren't red or black. They are my, not. my mage hand heads over there and snuffs out the four candles. Yeah. Okay, so you snuff out the candles, and as you do so, on the southern wall appears in large bluish-green letters that glow eerily in the darkness the phrase Nemo Omnia Novit. Nemo Omnia Novit. Novit. Fluffy, did you say that, or was that Steve saying that? That was me uh, ruminating in my brain. (laughs) But uh, nobody... All, and I don't know what Novit means. It, it, wait, is it N-O-V-I-T? Ask your doctor if Novit is right for you. That's 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 pronounced no-wit. Uh, V's in Latin are wa, no-wit. Does All right, it, look, does... I took Latin in seventh and eighth grade. I know these things, but that's that's like archaic church. I don't know. That's not yeah, D&D I Latin. Yeah, ecclesiastical No, that is not church Latin. Yeah, church Latin is fine. That is Julius yeah. Caesar pronunciation right Sorry, there. this is a new level of pedantry for Total Party Kill. <laughs> this entire attic catches on fire. You all die. <laughs> Presumably, this is really in some sort of archaic D and D language, and exactly, it's, I get. Yeah, I will not have iconic. you bastardizing Latin. Thank you. <laughs> Excuse it's a dead me. Language. We're speaking English. We're bastardizing <gasps> Latin all the time. 
My Latin teacher, if we ever said that Latin was a dead language, she would take two points from our final <laughs> score every time. Wow, we weirdly enough, a Latin teacher who's protective of Latin, a dead language. <laughs> uh, they all are. Dan. Yes, I remember. It's a language, okay, Dan, I took like it's 10 a language Latin. that lives in so many others. Yeah, it That's lives in our hearts. Uh, let me right. just tell you, let me just, fun fun trivia here. Uh, this uh, It is presented in Latin, which according to the adventure as written, thanks David Floor, um, you only understand if you speak celestial. <laughs> Which I believe I, I, do. I, do. I, do. I do. I do. I do. I do too. Do not speak celestial. I assumed everybody spoke celestial. <laughs> you guys all took celestial yeah, as a second language. Yeah, you, celestial, CSI. or as we know it here in uh, the present day, Latin. Yeah, uh, I'm an Asimar. I took celestial as a first language. Okay. All right. That's true. So right. Monty, uh, you immediately know. I think anyone would be able to kind of read the characters and kind of phonetically. Uh, say it without knowing what it means but you uh recognize immediately the phrase no one knows everything hmm. all right i say it out loud okay, okay. with all my bardic skill you you perform it uh, very adroitly it is uh you hear like a fluffy breaks into spontaneous applause but then it, ha- it turns out that that was just scoop behind you making a sound <laughs> uh all right so what would you like to do having now said that? Uh, I will cast light in case anybody doesn't have dark vision. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's just kind. And uh, I believe we can get at these books now. All right. Ah. Which book? She really only like cast lights so everybody could appreciate her beauty. Oh, yeah. it's. Oh, I cast light so I can control what angle it's coming from. That's right. <laughs> uh, uh, I grab the red book. Red book. All right. You pick up the red book. And there's you... lots of tips about housemaking and uh, cooking. Oh, that's perfect. I'm a I'm a girl. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I was worried there weren't enough regressive Dungeons and Dragons podcasts. And well, a bard. I'm a, I'm a girl from night from uh, 50 years ago. So mm. oh 50 years ago yesterday, in fact, still don't love it. <laughs> All right. All right so are you opening this book? Yes. All right. I'm reading it. <laughs> Do you want to read the words written inside the book? I would, yes. To myself, not out loud. You know what? Just reading them to yourself is enough. You feel a some sort of magic descend upon you and all of your compatriots as you read what appears to be an, invoke, an incantation that you invoke. Uh, and the entire party receives some boons. Ooh. Oh, I love boons. Like is it Strawberry boon. Hill or uh... you get a permanent <laughs> plus one bonus to AC? Hey. Nice, Ooh. all of you. You get a permanent resistance to necrotic damage. Oh, that'll come in handy. Does anyone already resist necrotic damage? No. Nope. Uh, you get advantage on all intelligence and wisdom-based skill checks in which you are already proficient. So any skills that are based on intelligence and wisdom, which you already have training in uh, or proficiency, you get advantage on all of those checks. Wow. And you recover up to two spent hit dice. Wow. Wow. Yeah, this is a big deal. Wisdom. Did you say wisdom and intelligence? Correct. Any skills based on those. But it has to be proficient ones, right? Yes. Correct. Daphne, this happens as soon as you read these aloud in your head, and then suddenly <laughs> the book is no longer in your hands, nor are the other two books on the altar. It's like they were never <gasps> there. 
You chose wisely. All right. You mm-hmm. did. Yeah. No, that's those are I mean, huge randomly, best but possible outcome. <laughs> those are huge boons. Yeah, so, I'm just. I guess I'll just throw out this page about all the horrible things that happen if you pick the wrong book. <laughs> all right, that went really well. Thanks, guys. I feel like <laughs> renewed faith in books. Yeah, uh, this this adventure has a mixed 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 ruling about the nature of literacy. <laughs> Fluffy is looking at the altar here to see if there's anything else on it or around it that we might have missed previously. Uh, I mean, I think the books were the main event. There are, you know, there were candelabras that someone put the candles out on. There are some uh, rather dramatic demon statues. Um, you know, just your classic attic stuff. Uh, would you like to roll a perception? Okay. Why not? Uh, it's an 11. Um, I will say you think there's something on the floor in front of the altar, but you can't quite make it out. <laughs> like something drawn on the floor. Oh, am I currently standing on it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I take a step back and see if I notice it. <laughs> Wait, are I you can, trained in perception? Did you get an extra bit? Can I, see it, can I that? see it closer now that I'm not standing on it? Yeah, we'll say sure. You can see what, what looks like the faint trains of what was probably like a pentagram. Oh. But it's been mostly worn away. Well, I'm glad I'm not a demon. Uh, other than that, there doesn't seem to be too much else uh, in this section of the attic. Uh, but there is still a door to the west wall, or you could go back down the ladder. Down the hatch. Down the hatch. Guys, there's no pizza in here. Just pop open the door to the little girl's room, throw the bear in, and close it. <laughs> That's not how we solve problems here at Total Party Kill. We don't solve problems. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. You Correct. could just open the door and reach the doll around and shake it. <laughs> it's me, Billy! <laughs> <laughs> No. Don't you dare say it's not. Billy's a boy's name. Yeah. Yeah. This is a well, witch. You saying a boy can't whoa. be a witch? That's yeah. pretty regressive. Also, Billy's not just a boy's name. It's 2019. Billy's can be boys and witches. Yeah. And okay. So first off, your issue is that uh, a boy can't be a witch, but a bear can be a witch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, just trying to understand your worldview there, Daphne. Uh, yeah. Me and my pal the cat and my pal the dog. <laughs> Your dog is a brain surgeon. Anything is possible. <laughs> yeah, also, anything's also, possible but, for an animal, not for a boy. <laughs> By the way, my pronouns are which and what. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we want to do I this like, door. Also, Bill, Billy could be short for a lot of things. It could be okay. Will, Wilhelmina. Yeah, Billifa, Wilhelmina. Billerica. Yeah. Billy Piper. Bill Erica. Yeah, mm, Billy All Piper. kinds of things. Billy, Billy the yeah. kid, door. a cat Weird from Wizard door. of Oz. Yeah, right, do it. Freda, Freda's run over to the door in the Western Wall. Would you like to yeah. open the door? I would like to listen at the door. <sighs> Look at them listening at doors. That's how you, that's how you lose an ear. Uh-huh. Uh, how about a 14? It's quiet. Too quiet. Appropriately quiet. <laughs> it's quiet, but I'm not sure how I feel about the guys. I don't know what to do to be. What, are we all just standing around the hatch? I guess I'll open it. <laughs> it's like, open it and, uh, you know. Just checking, just open uh, it. Freda, Freda uh, uh-huh. right hand or left hand when you use the doorknob? <laughs> now, right come on. Hand. All right, no reason. Just like I just like to like to check in on use people. Use your less dominant Yikes. hand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, welcome to secondary storage. Uh, this small room Ooh, to the western side finally. of the attic. Uh, seems to contain the more expensive things that nobody wants in Safe Love Manor. Um, so uh, things that have been put into storage. So you see some kind of fancier furniture and, you know, 
uh, exquisite clothing, maybe uh, cases that look like they might have fancy silverware. Any pizza rolls? There are no Those obvious are things pizza people rolls. Want to use. Not interested. So there's a lot of crates and barrels, and it does look like there That's is stuff from crate and barrel. <laughs> uh, there does Thank look you. like there is a chest directly across the room from where you opened it. I know how you it people feel like about that. chests. Do you? Are there any nice capes in the clothing? I, I'm. Uh, Dan, uh, do give me a give me a check to see if you find a cape. You mean Velma? Yeah, I was going to say Dan. Velma, <laughs> I found a cape. I don't Dan, know what your problem is. Dan, roll a dice to determine if there are capes. Velma, do a certain to roll a die to search for capes. Let's see how this goes. Uh, Seventeen. You find a, a very nice cape. Uh, what color is it, Velma? Uh, I think it's it's uh, green. Uh, what color is the lining? Oh, it's purple. That's okay, nice and it's yours. Well, I mean, technically, you stole it from somebody, but you know, <laughs> I, I put it's on yours the cape now. All right. <laughs> You have a cape. It's a little dusty, but it's nice. The material is very, very The mothball fine. smell will wear off eventually. Uh, I yeah. position the light to make you look great. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Teamwork. Cool. So, do you want to do anything in the storage room other than steal one cape? <laughs> was the cape in the chest, or did we not open the chest? We no, did not cape, open, the open the chest. The cape was folded on top of a uh, crate immediately inside of the uh, the room. So while everybody else is standing around trying on capes, a a mage hand drifts by and opens the chest. <laughs> All right. Uh, the chest is unlocked and untrapped. And inside, That's good. inside, there is something because you did not check either of those. Dan is going to roll a die to find out what I had a good is feeling. in. Yeah. What is in this it's chest? It's a ghost. It's a spooky ghost. Hey, Henry, you know anything about this treasure we're about to find? A uh, treasure, eh? I don't know much about treasure. Well, someone lied to You're us. You're a lying that. liar. Oh, there might be some treasure down on the second floor. The memories are coming back to me, you know. Uh, you find in this a scroll. Ooh. Does somebody have the ability to uh, inspect this scroll and figure out what it does? The mage hand drifts to back to me with the scroll gripped yeah, in Yeah, unless it's the answer to a specific puzzle. It is a spell scroll uh, let's just uh, that will allow you to cast one of two spells on yourself if you are someone who can cast these spells. Uh, those spells are Remove Curse or Greater Restoration. <laughs> By the time you need a Greater Restoration, no. it's real hard to cast it. <laughs> well, you can cast it on someone else. Actually, it's okay. like you cast on yourself. Oh. No. Hmm. No, 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 yeah, no, no, no. That's fine. I yeah. mean, I can cast spells. I'm not primarily a spellcaster, though. And... It just depends whether or not they're on your class's spellcasting list. I'm a bard. I may have mentioned it. So eventually everything's part of my class spell list. That's a good point. She probably can cast that more than I can because most of my spells have to come from illusion or enchantment, I think. I think otherwise your uh, your dog, who is a cleric, could yeah, probably I was gonna cast Yeah, I was going to say, I can those. cast the restoration spell for okay, sure because so I already have one. The mage hands like, yeah, waves back and forth. I restoration already. Holding okay. the scroll, like, grab it, well, whoever wants one it. One of you, the two of you should take it and add it to your inventory. We did So it. that was the, uh, you found a cape and a scroll. The scroll was in the most conspicuous treasure chest, looking at chests. There is lots of other <laughs> crates and boxes and whatnot there, but I don't know if you want to spend any other time in the secondary storage room. Uh, Scoop's going to walk into the secondor- secondary storage First room. First door, secondary storage. And do a little perception check. Mm. Who took the scroll, by the way? Do uh, 15. I will. Good. Uh, Scoop, as you're poking around uh, using your heightened senses, uh, you notice that the, um, there's, uh, it, it, it looked, it was kind of obscured at first, but there is totally a door hidden behind the crates, kind of, they're kind of stacked up on that southern wall there to obscure it. Um, roof, 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 roof. Yeah. 
Oh, sounds like Scoops found something. Um, yes, you, you can spend a few minutes clearing all these things out of the way if you want. Yeah. Yes. All right, another montage. <laughs> Man, let's just leave the door. <laughs> you paint it as you clear it. <laughs> a montage of people doing uh, moving crates and barrels and really just like fixing up this attic, but good. Uh, you're yeah. really helping out Lord Saboth by just... <laughs> We're making ourselves a little clubhouse. Yeah. Um, so 15 minutes later, uh, the boxes and crates have been moved, and there is now a uh, door on the southern wall. The door appears uh, unlocked and just, just there. It mainly seems like it was, you know hidden by nature of having stuff stacked in front of it. It is not a secret door per se, only that its existence and location was a secret. So who wants to walk through the secret door that you just spent 15 minutes on unsecreting? Can I listen at the door before we go in? Please. <laughs> Fluffy, by the way, has gotten into the steamer trunk outside and is trying to curl up. <laughs> 11. Are you holding the doll to yourself? Micah, that was 11, you said? Yeah, maybe. Yes, 11. Uh, you see, sounds pretty quiet on the other side of that secret door. Someone else want to perceive? I can come perceive. Don't forget the advantage 24. you have if you are proficient in it. 20, it sounds yes. really quiet on the other side of that door. All right, good. So we both got the same result there. Um, I can't creak. I'm not going to creak open the door. <laughs> it's not my not my job. I got it. Everybody <laughs> back a, away from it. As a dog, it. it is not my job. Daphne, you're going to do some uh, mage hand that door? Yeah, everybody back away from it. Not rush <laughs> up yep. to it. Got it. Uh, Daphne, you mage hand the door open. It swings open without issue. And there is a very strange little chamber beyond. Um, Dan, do you want to describe that chamber for us? Sure. So in the center of this room stands a stone pedestal about four feet high. But more interesting than that is what is hovering above the pedestal, just a few inches, is a black sphere, approximately two inches wide, that gives off an aura of intense darkness. They're probably just saving all their black spheres in this room to recycle them all at once, so they have to make like a separate trip for each black sphere. This, this was the only thing that sparked joy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, night seems bad. Neat. Close the door. Yeah. This is <laughs> yeah. yeah. I Seriously, see no real no. reason to get super involved in this thing. I agree. Do you want to roll anything or just, you, you know, you're fine. Just open the door, look at it and go. Mm, I can do an arcana check. Sure. Oh, yeah. The floating orb is probably magic. Well, yeah. but you learn more than I'm okay, being dungeon, a jerk, Dave. Because, I'm being a jerk because I'm a dungeon master. It's in my job. <laughs> uh, I'm rolling. We, go yeah, ahead. Please. Don't make no, me no, read our arcana, arcana check to you, pal. <laughs> um, if you're proficient, you get advantage. I do. 14. A 14. So you, so you, um, Velma, you're familiar with something called a sphere of annihilation. Dan, do you want to just say that again to let that sink in for people? Sphere of annihilation. <laughs> Why yeah, thank is you. this in a house? You pay for what? the whole sphere, but you only use the edge. Yeah, they're very hard to throw away. <laughs> yeah. do, not, do not put that in the recycling bin. You will get a fine. <laughs> However, Velma, you know enough about, like, so this looks like you've heard that described, but it, it seems to have some key differences, and you believe that it's not quite a sphere of annihilation, but some sort of similar magic uh, item. It's really more egg-shaped. It's a truncated cone of annihilation. Yeah. If we were to give it a name, let's just call it a, a void stone. How's that? Void stone. I'm still mad about this bait and switch y'all just did to us. <laughs> oh, you know, there's this thing called a stone of annihilation. Lation, That's not lation. what this is. <laughs> it's similar. Similar, similar, similar. This is also a sphere. <laughs> yeah. I think Velma would know a little bit about uh, what would happen if uh, she were to interact with the uh, void stone also. 
Have you heard of a chest full of priceless gems? Well, that's not what it's, what's <laughs> yeah, in this room. <laughs> right. It's a rock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why, why does anyone play this game with us? <laughs> <laughs> you think that there is probably a ward that is protecting the sphere um, by the pedestal. Like the pedestal or at least is generating you think there was a ward, but there's not in this case. <laughs> I feel like this ward was a little hard the on book, the beaver guys. last night. <laughs> and you said I might know what it does? Um, yeah, go find the find the Voidstone card. I will find the Voidstone. Uh-huh. She, she rolled really high. Fluffy is now fast asleep. He doesn't fit very well in the steamer trunk. <laughs> so what you know about this, uh, you, you don't know much about what the stone would do, but you know that a sphere of annihilation has the possibility <laughs> of, like, basically destroying things. Uh, so it basically can cause... <laughs> like like limited um obliteration of matter if you can sort of direct it in a very specific way and you suspect the properties of this are analogous like that it would allow you to disrupt or um remove certain magical protections for example um oh my god but it you literally don't know, is a trash you don't remover. know exactly where it might be of use but you suspect it might be of use somewhere. It's an arcane garbage disposal. Yeah. Yep. Is it something we want to take with us and take the risk of touching it and having things annihilate us? You tell us. Is it safe to carry? You're the smart is one. It, yeah. Is You've it safe glasses. to carry? But you, it, it's worded. Yeah. So you, you feel like if you could get a hold of it, it would be fine to carry around with you and deploy when you needed it. Right now, the issue is that it is being uh, protected by a ward generated by the pedestal. Um, you think there's probably a way to get rid of that ward. You just aren't sure exactly what that would require. I might have a way to dispel a ward. You could also just tell Fluffy to go get it. <laughs> I pause before I do that. Fluffy, I could try to he's quiet and land. he's quiet and sleeping in a box. It's better he stays there <laughs> for now. Uh, Monty, did you say you could dispel magic on it? I I could try dispelling magic. It's it'd be my last third level spell. Do we think a void stone is useful? There, so you said it could be used to dispel magic. Basically, like the void stone itself can be used to dispel magic. Something yeah. of that ilk, yeah. Yeah. It, so then, I mean, I guess let's just. I'll just uh, giving a little dungeon master aside here. Uh, this may be a key for a lock you have not found yet. You may or may not need to open that lock. You may or may not care about this. But yes, it seems like this potentially does something that you have not yet encountered a place where you need it. So it's up to you how much you want to invest in getting it, I guess. We should put a pin Given in this and a... come back to it if we need it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's That's get true. We know where it is. There may also be ways to get it without using a third level spell, but they may carry more risks with them. Yeah, like sending Fluffy in. Let's go. Thanks, right. Attic. Let's you were helpful. for now. You're yeah, welcome. we appreciate all your work. Oh, God, it talked. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I mean, you are resistant to necrotic damage. You might as well eat that stone and see what happens. <laughs> that was my next thought, but... <laughs> Uh, all right, so you're heading back down the ladder. Fluffy's ears perk up. He wakes up and says, is there something to eat in there? Oh, God. No. Did I hear somebody say, try to eat that? Henry I think I said it was a pizza, pizza stone. The- <laughs> pizza uh, stone. Fluffy, Henry says there's pizza on the second floor in a room we haven't explored yet, so oh. we're going back down Let's there. Let's go find that room we haven't explored yet. All right, you and Henry are now talking about pizza. His favorite pizza is uh, Boston pizza. I, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, the correct answer was Tombstone. <laughs> 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 Tombstone. 
I, just, I always enjoy that there is a Canadian Canadian pizza chain that's called Boston Pizza that is fa- vaguely Boston themed that does not exist in Massachusetts. So. Oh no! Yes, no. that was just for Micah. The sorry, Dan, 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 you got one and you used it. I did. I had to wait. For, I was seeing if I could make him spit out his drink. No, I missed time. <laughs> all over all these computers. <laughs> Worth it. No, he was. <laughs> uh, all right. So back down. You have come back down into the storage room that you came up the ladder from, and you have found yourself in the corridor where. Will you go next? Will you go north? Will you go south? That's that's, those Those are are those options. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) the walls are in the way of the other stuff. We've been south, and there was no pizza there. Keep going north. Yeah, north, north, north. All right. So you round the corridor, and you find a few things. Hey, Henry, how you doing? uh, I'm okay. Uh, I heard somebody mention pizza. Uh, my favorite pizza is Canadian bacon, uh, but we just call it bacon, eh? Oh, yeah. Is that that Boston pizza I've heard about? Oh, yeah. It's the Great Canadian. They have the Great Canadian. Oh, the great, greatest Canadian pizza. You How, know. How's that poutine pizza I've heard about? Messy. Don't even talk to me about that. That's very offensive. Are there rats where you live? I would recommend a deep dish approach to that. <laughs> that's not pizza. That's a casserole. Anyway, what Is it a you... sandwich, though? <laughs> anyway, you think we're just going to move past this wonderful repartee? <laughs> no. Oh, heck yes, we are. <laughs> All right. You round the corridor in the hallway, and you see in front of you um, more corridor. Very exciting. A pair of double doors. Dumbledore. Two lines of pearl, people. That's what these our friends could be replaced with. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> two lines. How dare you? <laughs> but accurate. Uh, and you also find a statue, uh, a large bronze statue of a knight, uh, which is facing a set of reinforced wooden doors. In the center of each of those doors is a large pull ring hanging from a gargoyle's mouth, and there is a large chain tightly looped through the pull rings, uh, secured by a large gold lock. What? <laughs> lock. So this is a gargoyle statue with a pull ring in his okay. mouth. So no, 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 there's no, no, a no, knight confusing. statue yeah. okay. here. Yeah. Yep. It's, a, it's up in the north there. Yep. Yep. Statue okay. of a knight. Sure. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, opposite yeah. a pair of double doors. Dumbledore. The doors uh-huh. have yeah, yeah. door pulls on them uh-huh. that are shaped like gargoyles oh, pulling rings in their mouths. And then there's a chain through the securing those rings. With a okay. lock. Got it. Gotcha. So it's like padlocked shut, basically. Sure. Gotcha. Doors and it's a large poles. gold padlock. So do you want to pick it? We surpassed it. Across. Did yeah. you say there's locks in there somewhere? I probably got some bagels in my pack somewhere. Hang on. So here's the thing. Uh-huh. I, I don't have a thing. Oh. Sorry. Do we do we want to listen at the door before we open it? I don't want to walk anywhere near the night is how I'm feeling. Oh, you know what? You're right. Can we send Henry? <laughs> Can you poke <laughs> the knight with a mage hand? <laughs> hey guys, yeah, what's this statue? No, 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 no. Send in the mage hand to poke the knight. What? Oh yeah. What? What if we send in the mage hand to unlock the lock? Oh, can it do that? Does it have that? Oh yeah, it does. Power. But oh, do we? We don't well, really have a key yeah. of any kind. But I could try to pick it. Yeah, try to pick it, it. Pick it. Pick it. Pick so it. So from the back of a crowd of people. <laughs> emerges <laughs> a floating spectral hand holding a set of thieves tools which slowly drifts between everybody in the party and approaches the lock so slowly which it then tries to pick 
All right. Give me a uh, dexterity check. Okay. Dexterity. And I am proficient in these tools. And I have a expertise. So I double my proficiency bonus. So I've got a plus 11. 20. So as soon as your mage hand and its mage lock picks, like what has it got? Uh, try to lock picks. Un- like as soon as they make contact with the lock, the statue sort of like rotates in your direction and shoots a beam of energy out at Fluffy. Fluffy, give me a dexterity saving throw. I'm behind four bodies. <laughs> <laughs> the statue good, knows where you are. Beam of energy. A dexterity saving throw, you say. Indeed. Yeah. Now, if I were to use inspiration, can I do that after I make my roll? You can make your roll. We will not tell you whether or not you've succeeded or not. Got it. You can look at the number. Yeah. Uh, that is a 20 on my dexterity saving throw. I think I'll stand pat with that. A beam of necrotic energy like shoots right between the, the group of four of you, just barely going past Scoop, past Daphne, past Freda, past Velma, and basically like into the space that uh, Fluffy just hits the ground. There's kind of a there's kind of a burnt outline in the shape of Fluffy on the wall behind you, uh, but you are you are you uh, you've avoided it. So the beam did do something to the wall, like behind him. Yeah, I mean it hit it with necrotic energy. Great. I'm very excited by this plan. I go stand over here in front of the, between <laughs> the uh, knight and the door. You are resistant to necrotic, so. Yeah, and I'm very dexterous. It'll be fine. I'll be fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what What are you doing? Just standing. Um, I'm going to bring out my mage hand, which is not as good at picking locks. But my goal is <laughs> I want to position my head directly between the knight and and the lock. Mm-hmm. Can I assume that the initial lock pick attempt did not work? A super did not, did work. not All right. work. All right. What I am going to do is tap the lock with my mage hand and then duck out of the way, hoping that the knight's necrotic damage will blast through the spot where I just was and hit the lock. Sure. Okay. So you stand there. You use your mage hand. The knight has rotated back towards you and shoots a bolt of energy. Give me a saving throw. Dexterity. All right. That's an 11. I will use inspiration. Okay. That's also an 11. Wait, I thought inspiration was D8 or something. No, Bardic inspiration lets people use D8s. I'm using the inspiration they gave me for my stupid plan. That's just advantage. (laughs) Yeah. The bolt of energy hits you straight in the chest, Daphne. And though you are resistant to necrotic damage, so you will still take some damage. Normally, it would be 14. You will take 7 since you are resistant. However, Uh you will also lose 2 hit dice. Okay. Oh, wow. As you are hit by this ray of energy. Honestly, I think you got off easy in that you would like specifically put your head where it's going to get shot. (laughs) Could have been a lot worse. <laughs> yeah. I just got two hit dice from that book upstairs. So it's a net net. Yeah. Well, <laughs> will our party try and get shot with a bolt of necrotic energy again? Will they find a way through these Dumbledores? Will they continue to explore Saboth Manor? 
And what of that strange sphere of annihilation that they didn't take? Will that be important? To answer questions such as these, please tune in to the next episode of Shocktober 2019 here on Total Party Kill. Ooh. Ooh.